Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, October 3rd. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. That includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. Here are today's headlines. The city is scrambling to find places to process newly arrived migrants. In an effort to provide shelter, temporary tents have been set up throughout NYC. One of those sites is set up at Orchard Beach in the Bronx. Over the weekend, those tents were flooded by rain. This center, designed to process and house asylum seekers, is scheduled to open this week. While the flooding has been challenging, it's not the only concern that locals have brought up to the city. People who live in the Bronx say Orchard Beach is too far from city resources like grocery stores and public transportation. Members of the community rallied near the site this morning to voice their concerns. If the migrant center does open as planned, it will hold around 1,000 asylum seekers. They will only be able to stay there for up to four days. Today's the kickoff for curbside composting in Queens. There used to be a similar program in place, but it ended because of the pandemic. But now, Christina, it's back on a larger scale. The whole borough is going to take part in curbside composting. It'll be the largest in the nation. So residents can set aside their food and yard waste in its own brown bin. The New York Department of Sanitation will collect the compost on the same day as recycling. The program will run for about three months, then pause for the winter. It's expected to be up and running again in March. The Long Island Railroad expansion project is near completion. The project has been in the works since January 2018 and will stretch from Floral Park to Hicksville, one of New York's busiest commuter rail lines. The goal is to improve train service, reduce delays, and enhance safety. This morning during a press conference, Governor Kathy Hochul discussed the construction of the third track and how it will improve the commuter experience. That elusive concept called time what time means when you can have more time back in your lives because of the transportation systems that actually work for you. The project is expected to be finished by late 2022, so New Yorkers can look forward to better transit services real soon. Previews begin today for a new musical adaptation of the classic cult film Almost Famous. The Cameron Crowe movie, which came out in 2000, follows a 15-year-old aspiring rock journalist who finds himself writing an unlikely cover story for Rolling Stone. The new musical will feature a book and lyrics written by Crowe and a score composed by Tom Kitt. He's known for other musicals like Jagged Little Pill and Next to Normal. The show is scheduled to open on November 3rd at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater on West 45th Street. There's more news out of the theater district this morning. Earlier today, renowned composer Andrew Lord Webber made an announcement outside of the Imperial Theater. WFUV's Shayna Walsh has more. Broadway is bidding farewell to Phantom of the Opera in February. But don't worry, a new Andrew Lloyd Webber show is stepping in to take its place. The renowned composer announced this morning in front of the Imperial Theater that his next show, Bad Cinderella, will come to Broadway in 2023. What's Bad Cinderella? Well, it's a modern adaptation of the classic fairy tale with a more inclusive twist. The show touches on topics like beauty standards, same-sex relationships, body shaming, and much more. The play is set to open at the Imperial Theater on March 23, 2023. But previews begin February 17th, just one day before Phantom closes. At least one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals has graced the Broadway stage for the past 43 years. The crossover of the closing of Phantom and the opening of Bad Cinderella means the composer's streak isn't going to end anytime soon. 
With WFUV News, I'm Shayna Walsh. Well, Kim Kardashian is in some hot water with the feds. The reality star promoted a cryptocurrency on her Instagram and didn't say she was paid for it. This caused a civil dispute with the Securities Exchange Committee. Kardashian will now have to pay a fine of over $1 million. She also agreed not to promote any crypto securities for three years. But she's not the first celebrity to get in trouble for this. Professional boxer Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled were charged for the same thing in 2018. Now let's get into some sports headlines with WFUV's Andrew Crenary. So Andrew, it was a pretty eventful week in the NFL. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so yesterday the Giants won a close game against the Chicago Bears. The game was a rushing match between the two teams as both had little to no passing offense. Saquon Barkley was the star of the game with 146 yards over 31 carries. Quarterback Daniel Jones was also injured with a minor ankle sprain, but there's been no word on if he'll be ready for their next game against the Packers this Sunday. Speaking of quarterbacks, Zach Wilson's New York Jets returned in full force to get a close win against the Pittsburgh Steelers on their home turf. Behind entering the fourth quarter, the Jets scored two touchdowns in the final seven minutes to win the game. The Jets are looking to take this newfound momentum into next Sunday's game where they played the 3-1 Miami Dolphins. And Andrew, has Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run yet? Well, Aaron Judge is still pushing to reach 62 home runs before the end of the season. Judge is trying to break Roger Maris' 61 home run record, which he tied with his last home run against the Toronto Blue Jays last week. Judge only has four more games to break this record, so it'll be must-watch TV for every at-bat. In the National League, the Mets are still trying to desperately clinch the division title from their rivals, the Atlanta Braves. Dropping the past three games in their last series, any combination of one Atlanta win or one Mets loss will result in the Braves winning the division title for the fifth straight year. With WFUV Sports, I'm Andrew Canary. Thanks, Andrew. Every Monday, we give you the FUV Sports Spotlight. It's where we feature stories from One on One, New York's longest-running call-in sports show. This week, Colin Loughran and Danny Scott talk to Fox Sports reporter Tom Rinaldi. Up next, Colin Loughran and Danny Scott talk to Tom Rinaldi, a notable reporter at Fox Sports. Listen to Rinaldi talk about his ties to Fordham in the Bronx and his unlikely career trajectory. What initially motivated you to pursue this type of work in the field? Um, Colin, I, and I'd say this to both you and to Danny, you guys are so far ahead and beyond of where I was when I was your age and at your chapter in, in my journey. I had no idea that I would do this. I, uh, I graduated, I started at Fordham, I went to Penn, I graduated from Penn and I became a teacher, a high school teacher and a coach initially in Pittsburgh. And then I came back to the Bronx, where I was a, a public high school teacher not too far from Fordham at 166th and, and Boston Road at Morris High School. And if you would have told me then that this would be the life and the shape of the life professionally that I had, I would have fallen over <laughs> in shock. So when I think of the steps that you guys are taking, all the experiences that you're banking all the craft that you're developing, believe me, uh, you know, 10 minutes from now, you're going to be taking my spot. I don't even know if you're going to be able to answer this one, but who would you say is your favorite interview that you've ever gotten to do? Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a really tough question, but oftentimes guys, it, it is not necessarily the most famous or the most accomplished or the most celebrated. It is folks who are considered to be more obscure 
purely from a profile point of view, who share their stories in ways that are so authentic and vulnerable and moving. And many times I think those have been the echoes that have lasted the longest or that I still carry forward with me to this day. That was Colin Loughran and Danny Scott talking to Tom Rinaldi about his connection to Fordham and how it influenced his sports reporting career. And that's our show for today. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.